Greetings, true listeners. It's another exciting episode of the Long Box Cast. Steve's not with us right now, but he may join us later. We'll see what happens. I think he's on a date. Uh, vague tw- uh, text kind of lean towards that, but we'll see what happens. Uh, he did just go see X-Men Apocalypse, so that is actually the topic of today's episode. I went and saw it last night, so it's fresh in my head. And we also have a special guest, Ryan, from at the Ranger Talk on Twitter. So we'll get to hear from him about what he thinks of the movie and what I think of the movie. And hopefully Steve will show up. We'll see what happens. But if not, then you guys are stuck with me for a whole episode. Yay! Um, without further ado, play the theme song. I'm not going to go with our original Avengers theme. I'm going to play the 1990s X-Men theme song for all you cool cats out there who know what that is. Right, so we are back. I know there was a bit of a gap there between uh, certain episodes. Uh, last episode we had recorded three weeks ago, but it did not come out for a whole week because I got lazy and didn't feel like editing. But it came out uh, two weeks later, which is now today. Um, we're back, and uh, like I said before, we have a special guest, Ryan from At The Ranger Talk on Twitter. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, excited. It's my first time on a podcast, so I'm looking oh, forward cool. to it. Yeah, um, well, just a heads up, this podcast does not censor. We uh, let you freely discuss what you feel, because trust me, after watching Batman v Superman, you really oh need Oh my to- god. <laughs> <laughs> that so, train wreck. Oh, yes. Um, now, uh, obviously we have a few things uh, to talk about that hit comic book news. I don't know if you heard about the Captain America is now part of <laughs> It's more like who didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah, right. All the memes going around and everything. Yeah, it's everywhere. Um, yeah, I was supposed to have an interview with At The Second Batgirl about it, and I do apologize to her if she's listening to this episode. Uh, Family Matters came up, but I do want to get an interview with you about the topics. I know you're very passionate about it, and I do want to hear your opinions. Um, but that is said... Obviously, if you haven't heard, um, either you're living under a rock or <laughs> I, I just don't know it, how you could not have heard this, but Captain America was secretly a sleeper agent this entire time and is now um, uh, has been activated as a member of Hydra. That's a little weird. I don't know. How, I don't know how to take that in because if after all that legacy and everything that they've built up all these years, and they just kind of throw it all away with one comic book, one shot. I don't know how much to believe that. Yeah, it's real crazy. I mean, you got this all American superhero, and I'm like, oh hey, let's change things up and make them. Yeah, the complete one eighty. 
Now, I think the reason why a lot of people are up in arms about this, and I read an article about it, is basically saying because Hydra is Nazis and the creators of Captain America mm-hmm. were Jewish, so it's kind of right. a slap in their face, which I completely yeah, understand. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that yeah that's that, it kind of just destroys that whole legacy everything they've built up until now mm-hmm. I don't know how much how much because you know with comic books they kill a comic book character they bring him back like two months later so I don't know what the deal is with this specific issue I I'm I'm gonna be I'm following it I didn't get a chance to read the issue yet but of course mm-hmm. I figured out what happened so far but I don't know I don't think that it's gonna stay that way especially now that with everything oh, no. that's going on it's kind of weird for all those uh, Team Captain America people. So mm-hmm. they're all angry, but I don't know. I'm guessing it'll be fine. They'll fix it somehow. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I know everything gets uh, fixed and retconned after a while. I mean, Captain America for a while was an old man because they had taken right. away his uh, super soldier serum, but now he's back mm-hmm. to being young again. Everything goes back to the original way it was. I mean, Doctor Octopus took over Spider-Man's body. Oh, that was a big fiasco there. That whole Spider-Man thing. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Um, but again, Peter Parker's now back to being. Spider-Man. Um, everything has happened, and it gets retconned, except for Uncle Ben and Batman's parents. Those are still there. Because <laughs> without those, there would be no Batman or Spider-Man. Exactly. But, I mean, they killed off Captain America right after Civil War. Not the movie, folks. The uh, comic book series. Right. He died. He got shot by Sharon Carter, because she was under the control of Red Skull. Guess what? He came back. Yeah, they always Thor come died. back. Thor died during Thor Ragnarok, the that comic book series, and guess what? He came back, and now he's a female. Um, again, I think it'll eventually get retconned back to the way it was, but in other comic book news, uh, coming around about the same time, a little bit before this news, was DC has revealed their biggest plan of introducing the Watchmen into the DC universe. No, oh, that's cool. I, I didn't actually hear about that. I haven't read Rebirth and all that yet, but it mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. Uh, I To be honest, I purchased a lot more DC books than Marvel books because uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big Batman guy. I really like Batman, and I really do enjoy Spider-Man as well. But I'm a big DC guy, but I've, because I've, I feel like they picked a good time to restart everything because with Marvel, it's like every 13 issues, they were re- rebooting over and over again. <laughs> yes, it's, yes. We just kind of sucked because I... I with with those books it was like all right let's it's about to hit a story something's about to get nice and then oh, reboot start all over again but with DC they had a nice fifty two run issues for mm-hmm. most of the books which I liked and now they're doing the rebirth and now See, I'll watch them that's gonna be interesting I never read the new fifty two I think I got like the first couple of issues from the series and I just couldn't get into it so I kind of stopped reading new fifty two I think the only ones I was still reading were the Green Lantern books because those were the only ones that really didn't change the history of right. That kind of just kept going from where it had left off in the original universe. Right. So I was okay with that. And then, I mean, I kind of just stopped, I think, after Avengers vs. X-Men and Marvel for a while. But I'm get, I'm, for the past year, I've been slowly getting back into comic books. I read all Secret Wars. That was a train wreck. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that whole thing, that was not fun. No, but I, I've been reading Iron Man right now, and that's probably one of my favorite books right now. Yeah, Iron and, Man books were really good. And I did uh, sign up for uh, the Discount Comic Book Services, uh, DCBS. They had a deal uh, for, I think, like the first 21 issues of uh, Rebirth for like $19. Oh, really? That's that's awesome. Yeah, so I picked that up. Uh, hopefully, they'll be shipping that out to me sometime this month. 
So we'll see what happens there. But uh, I did read about DC Rebirth, and basically, with spoiler warnings for those who haven't read it yet, but Wally West comes back, uh, the original Wally West, mm-hmm. and or better ways of saying it, the white Wally West. Um, he comes back, and it comes to find out that now that there's two Wally Wests in the universe, they have said that they're both cousins, distant cousins, named after their grandfather. Okay, so, that's interesting. Yeah, I can see that. This is I, Flash's I like son, Wally West, right? Huh? This is Flash's son, Wally West? Uh, no. Um, they're both cousins to Iris West. That much. Oh, I okay, okay. That yeah, because there's there's so many variations of a of a Wally within yeah. the DC universe as a Flash. So yeah, it gets kind of confusing. Well, basically, what happens is uh, the new Wally comes back, and it's revealed that someone has been messing with time for some time now. And it's revealed that someone had changed up relationships and just changed a lot of stuff, and no one knew why. But it turns out that the new 52 is actually an alternate timeline from what the original universe was. So we never got to see, like, a new Earth. It's the same Earth from the original comics before new 52, but... Someone changed it. Well, it uh, that turns... explains that explains the whole Detective Comics thing because they're they're back now to the original numbering in the nine hundreds yeah. with those, yeah, along with Action Comics, which is great right. because I think they really want to get the numbers back before they hit that big old one thousand. Right, right. And so, it turns out the person who's been messing with time has been Doctor Manhattan the entire time. Ah, oh, that's 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 weird. Yeah. So, uh, the, yeah, because Watchmen have been really, like, not really part of the New 52 at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I guess Batman uh, saw the uh, comedian's button with the little blood stain on it, so I'm really hoping they do divulge more into this story, but they, they did say it's going to be a while, so just keep reading. Uh, I can't stress that enough. Keep reading comic books. It's a dying art form. We need to keep reading them. And don't and go purchasing digital. Them. And yes, purchasing them. Yes. Yeah, I stick them. with my local comic shops. Always support yes. those guys. Yes, or like me and go onto DCBS and buy it from there because it's cheap and you're broke. Exactly, that makes sense too. Yes, <laughs> but don't tell your local comic book store people. They yeah, never that. No. Yeah. No. So, anyways, reason for this podcast: we are talking about X Men Apocalypse. Now, you, yep. you said you went and saw it the premiere night, right? Yeah, I saw it Thursday night with my buddy. Uh, my buddy's, uh, he he doesn't read comic books, but he's big into watching the comic book movies. Okay. He wasn't a fan of Civil War, which surprised me because I love Civil War. I saw that twice. Yeah, oh. which is surprising. But he loved Apocalypse, and Apocalypse kind of blew me away. I really enjoyed it personally. Now, I'm going to say this. It had a very slow start. It definitely did. I, I have to agree with you on that. It definitely did. Yeah, it had a very slow start, but the ending was just so good. It was perfect. It was a perfect ending, in my opinion, especially uh, with how most X-Men movies end. This one was really good. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, um, basically, it it was funny when it needed to be, and I did like a lot of the sly jokes that they hit into the movie. Um, my favorite was probably when Jean Grey says that no one real that the third one always sucks. Oh, that was perfect. That was uh, that was a nice nod to their own movies. Yes, referencing. Although it was kind of funny because uh, Apocalypse is also technically the third one, if oh, you that's will. True. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, size it up. Yeah, but I did like that little joke that they had. Um, I still had a few gripes with it because this is supposed to be twenty years after uh, First Class, right? And I'm like, 
Havoc hasn't aged a bit. Like, they haven't even tried to make him look older. True, yeah, that's true. At most, I'd say Havoc was maybe 16, 17, 18 in first class, so that would make him, like, 38 in this movie, and I'm just like, what? why did you just not add makeup to him or something? And then, of course, you got a brother who's half his age. Who looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah. There's a few... Obviously, this movie does raise a few more questions uh, to the timeline of things, but you can easily speculate if you actually wanted to. Right, of course. But the, the thing with X-Men is since we technically it's two different timelines now, especially after Days of Future Past, yes. with the original first three, now we have these movies. I feel, There's a, a lot of room for speculation, but I do, I have to personally say, I do enjoy it when there's multiple timelines going on and things aren't exactly linear because it kind of gives it its own um, mystery behind everything and it kind of adds a little bit of a volume to it. Whereas mm-hmm. a straight linear forward timeline, there's not much room for speculation as to what's going on. Right. Now, if I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I think if I were to actually watch this in any particular order, I'd watch this as first class first, then X-Men 1, then 2, and then 3, Actually, no, I would go first class Wolverine Origins as I hold my breath and pray I don't die from watching this. <laughs> um, then X-Men 1, X-Men 2, and X-Men 3. Then you go to Days of Future Past and then Apocalypse. Because Apo- Days of Future Past... Because you could treat first class as the origin of the X-Men. Right. And then Days of Future Past basically just goes back in time to a certain point between the two movies and fixes that... So that um, first class basically happens in both timelines, I'd like to say. Right. It, yeah, it's like right in the middle. Yeah. Right. Although the whole Charles Xavier being in a wheelchair at the end of the movie and him walking and bald in X-Men Last Stand still confuses me. But I digress. <laughs> um, so basically you got two different timelines now and... We're starting to see how things are changing. Obviously, Wolverine told Professor X, find Gene, find Scott, find Storm, save them. Obviously, he already found Gene Gray. Right. And so he probably found Gene Gray earlier than he was supposed to, which is one thing that probably changed. Plus the fact that he saw into Wolverine's mind in Days of Future Past and saw how... Everything that happens. Exactly. He knows how Gene's going to die. So he found a way around all of that so this way they could save her, save him, just save everyone. Right, right. And so because Days of Future Past happened, Mystique was able to find Nightcrawler before they found him in X-Men 2. Right. So, and I'm hoping they do eventually say that Nightcrawler's Mystique's kid. That'd be cool. And that he has the uh, genes that she has where she doesn't age all that much. Right. Because I said in first class that uh, basically she ages very slowly. Right, right. So I'm thinking maybe Nightcrawler's got that too. That could be, yeah. I mean, if it's their kid, yeah, that makes sense. And now I'm also thinking there's two angels because Angel kind of died in Apocalypse. Right. So that that kind of surprised me. But they never really called him Warren Wor- Worthington or whatever his name is. 
Right, right. So I'm thinking it's just another mutant who had angel wings and went by the name Angel. That could be, yeah, because I'm, I'm guessing in a mutant universe, uh, wings is, should be something that's fairly common. Yeah. So it can't be just one person that has them. And essentially, we saw his wings get turned into metal. So if we were thinking in terms of the X-Men universe, Angel's wings were feathers. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it could be someone completely different. Yeah. Um, so, obviously things have changed up a bit, but it's for the better, because we also saw, like, a different timeline with Wolverine of how he escaped Weapon X in this movie. That's right, Wolverine was in this movie. True. Which I was surprised, because I I only saw one trailer for this movie, which was the uh original first trailer. I tried to avoid trailers as much Uh as possible. So when I saw Wolverine, I was really excited. When I saw, essentially when I saw that box and you hear growling, I was like, oh, Wolverine's in there. So that was really (laughs) cool. So yes. I, I, was, I was happy to see him in there because I wasn't sure if he was going to be in this one or not. Uh-huh. And I'm very happy they didn't surround the whole movie around him like most other X-Men movies do. Yeah. Well, First Class didn't. They just had him as the right. one cameo, which was great. Yeah, I'm referring to X-Men 1, 2, 3, and Days of Future Past. Yes, and not to mention the other X- uh, Wolverine movies. Right. I mean, those are those you have to center it around because they were essentially his movies. Really? That was a Deadpool movie to me. Um... <laughs> it was a Deadpool Origins. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it wasn't for that movie, we wouldn't have gotten the Deadpool movie we have now. That's true. So, so take what you can get. But Exactly. I have to say one thing about uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. The one thing I didn't enjoy was, well, essentially Scott was brought in as a shy kid with these uh, mutant powers which he couldn't control. He gets his glasses, and two seconds later he's like, let's break out of here and go steal a car and do something. I feel like that was a bit of uh, fast character development. It kind of jumped yeah. the gun on him. Yeah, I don't know, that, that could be just me, but I feel like that was a little too quick. I think hormones kicked in for him, and it was like, ooh, hey, pretty redhead girl, let me impress her. Yeah, that That's could be it, true. I guess. But I'm also like, hey, guys, you have a furry blue guy that you're going to go out into the world with that has just discovered that mutants exist ten years ago. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah, and isn't he, he's like a professor, he shouldn't be doing that with them. Ah. Uh, Oh, no, no, not Beast, Nightcrawler. Oh, you're talking about Nightcrawler? Okay, I, I heard Furry Beast. I, thought, I was thinking Beast. Oh, well, he, he's still... Fur- I was referring to X-Men Evolution, how he used to call himself the Furry Blue. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, so... I was also really disappointed with uh, Jubilee. Yeah, that was just... Uh, that was like they, just, they, they showed her as this character that's going to be like a big deal in this movie and kind of like a poster child for this movie, and then there was kind of like nothing. It was kind of just there. Now, did you see the video that they had posted for the movie of basically like a come to Charles Xavier school? No, I didn't see that. They uh, they made like a little promo video for Charles's school, and Jubilee was the spokesperson for it. So she has more lines in this internet video than she does for the entire movie. I hate when that happens. Yeah, and I was really disappointed. We didn't get to see her powers. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I was really hoping that. to see, you know, like little uh, fireworks coming out or something, but no. And I'm just like, really? Yeah, that, that does bother me a little bit when they prance around these characters that are supposed to be like a big deal, and then they kind of just do nothing with them. Yeah. I mean, I really did like the if like when Apocalypse, after the whole pyramid fell down and that time lapse, when they were mm-hmm. showing all these events, I really liked that. That was really cool when they were showing all these events from the pyramids up until present day when they were inside essentially the time period that they were i really enjoyed that yes. little time lapse right there. that was really cool yeah. yeah it was a really cool opening sequence that they had for the movie um I'm trying to think i mean 
I thought it was very interesting how they did Storm's origin, basically. Right. Hair. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I did enjoy the, the Apocalypse explanation, because Apocalypse is this huge character in these comic books where it's kind of hard to explain his powers, but I feel like they portrayed it. Rather than telling us, they kind of showed us how he takes on the powers of these new people, how he has his mm-hmm. four horsemen. That was really interesting. I did enjoy that as well. Yeah. Although, I really kind of wish... Um... Oh, hey, Steve's here. Hey, what's yeah. up, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? Welcome. Uh, Ryan, Steven, Steven, Ryan, calm what's Steve, going on, man? Call how's it going? Dave. I don't care. Hey, everybody. Yes, Steve. So what, I, so what did I interrupt? Um, We were just complaining about the movie. Okay, how bad it was? It had a very slow start. Um, but we did agree that it had a great ending, so... Yeah, the ending was awesome. Oh. I feel though. I feel like that slow uh, start was kind of needed to kind of explain everything, because if they just jumped into it, it would have been hard to understand who Apocalypse was and what his reasoning behind everything was. Mm-hmm. And I did like the whole Magneto thing, where, um essentially how he became a horseman, because he's always on the borderline of good and evil, and kind of, um, essentially, Apocalypse found him at his lowest point after his kid just died, his wife just died, and kind of took advantage of that. I did enjoy that. That was pretty cool. And I do like the how they showed Apocalypse. Is, uh, he had no care for life at all. He kind of snapped his finger, and people just turned to dust. Yeah, but I still felt like Apocalypse was a very underwhelming villain for yes. this entire movie. Yes, that, that is definitely true. Yeah, I feel like Magneto was the villain again because with the whole metal core and everything he was doing with the whole mag- magnetic field, essentially he was the villain. Apocalypse was kind of just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, so Steve, what do you think? Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I was going to say, I know you said slow start, but actually I was all like, you know what, I'm kind of glad they had the start that they did because this is the first time I've ever seen Apocalypse... Um, besides the cartoon show and everything like that, he, they don't really handle the character very well or give a great backstory for him unless you're reading the comic books. Um, so I thought that was a good intention to do, to be like, oh, okay, so basically people who aren't comic book fans, like my parents, jump in and see these movies, are not going to sit there going like, I don't understand this. What's going on? Why is he purple? You know, um, <laughs> kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I did kind of like that, actually, if you think about it. I mean, Apocalypse is a... Okay, villain. Uh, not like anything too threatening. I mean, honestly, I think in the whole Marvel universe so far, like the only like other threat besides Magneto has ever been has been like Stryker in the second X Men movie, where he was like a force to be kind of reckoned with, even though he was human. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. Again, of course, um, Quicksilver for me stole the movie again. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll say this: uh, when Quicksilver first showed up, that was probably right around the time that the movie actually started picking up for myself. Mm-hmm. That's when I really started to like actually enjoy the movie. Now I don't know if it's also because the fact that my movie theater forgot to turn the lights down. Ooh, yeah. Well, mine actually turned on halfway through, uh, right when the huge fight scene was starting. The lights actually turned on, and everyone was like, "What's going on?" Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. I I did not. My lights were off, so maybe that's why I enjoyed it more. It was like you can't watch X Men in the in in the light. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I really did enjoy this movie out of uh, all the superhero movies that have come out so far this year. I did enjoy this a lot more. I don't I kind of, I don't know, it's kind of at a close second to Captain America, maybe, but definitely way ahead of Batman Superman. Oh, yeah, I, I, well, I think that's everybody's feelings right yeah. now with uh, <laughs> yeah. Batman v Superman. Uh, whether you enjoyed it or not, but I, again, that, that 
okay, we already did our podcast on that one, so let's just stick to <laughs> X-Men was good. X-Men was uh, yes. uh, a nice, fun movie. It's a good pork, uh, popcorn flick, you know. Um, I'm yeah. just trying to think. Uh, I don't know where else you guys are talking about. Where I don't want to dive in. Uh, um, no, you're fine. Um, we were just ta- also talking about the timeline a little bit ago about how it's very skewed. Um, yeah, I, I I think I turned to the person I was seeing it with, or they're like, so what what's going on with the timeline? I just go like, Stuart McLevoy, your timelines confuse me. So basically, nail, uh, Deadpool nailed that, mm-hmm. where I honestly have no idea what they're doing. Well, we have basically said that um, if you were to watch the movies in like a chronological order, you start with First Class, then you go to Wolverine Origins if you can uh, stomach that down. Mm-hmm. Then you go to X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-3, then the mm-hmm. Wolverine. Then you do Days of Future Past. Okay. Because that's where the timeline changes again, because Wolverine went back in time to change things. Mm-hmm. And he also told Charles Xavier, find Gene, find Scott, find Aurora. And Professor X also saw into Scott's... Uh, not Scott. He saw into Wolverine's mind of how the future's going to look, and he had time to prepare himself on how to fix people. Mm-hmm. So he was able to probably train Jean Grey a lot better, which is probably why the Phoenix Saga is going to be happening a lot sooner now. Right. And a lot better. <laughs> yes. And, but basically, what you can say is for both timelines, first class happened in both timelines. Yes. Like, I, I agree with that. Yes. So, that being said, now, and because I, I had mentioned the Phoenix Saga, oh my god, that was beautiful. That was awesome. I wasn't expecting that at all, to be honest with you. I wasn't expecting her to use that to her, like, her final form power right there in this mm-hmm. movie at all, and it was, I think they've done it perfectly right there. And i got to say one more thing, though. When Magneto throws down those two steel beams and it forms the X, oh. that was just kind of like, I felt like that's like the origin point of X-Men were formed at that single moment. That was really awesome. Yeah, yes. I really enjoyed that. That was a fun Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just, fight scene with oh. Apocalypse and Quicksilver, though, Oh, yes. That was awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, when, uh, you know, Professor X is, like, sa- like saying, save me, Jean, save me, and then she's just, like, slowly just floating out to Apocalypse, and I'm like, come on, come on, form the Phoenix Wings, form the Phoenix Wings. As soon as it happens, I'm just like, I- I'm not going to lie, guys, I cried a little. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little tear going down. I'm like, this is the most beautiful full thing I've ever seen because I've never seen it before. Yeah, yeah. So Professor X cried a lot in this movie. I gotta say that though, he cried at least like eight or nine yes. times in this movie. Yeah, I'm glad he actually brought back Moira Taggart's uh, memories of. Yes, that was nice because I was like, you gotta bring her back. You gotta give her back her memories. I mean, you you deserve to be happy no matter what happens to her in the future. Yeah, apparently her kid is a mutant. What I was reading up the other day was her kid is actually a mutant. Huh. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Not if this kid that she has at the moment, or maybe like a future kid she has with Xavier. I haven't read too much up on her, but apparently her kid's also a mutant, which is actually like a big deal. Huh. Hmm. Hopefully Xavier didn't just pull like a Superman Returns where he's all like, I'm going to impregnate you, erase your memories, and then... Oh, God, that'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, um, no, it was a, it's a good movie. I'd like to see where they're going with the next one now. Um, I hope there I is a next one, to be honest with you. Well, it looks yeah. like if they're if they're in talks with it, looks like with the whole you know Mister Sinister. Um, yes, that uh, after credit scene was awesome. It was definitely awesome. So it was subtle. 
Yeah. Have you guys heard about the whole thing, though, that maybe the characters won't be returning? Because apparently one of them, uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence said if she doesn't return, they all agreed that they all wouldn't return, and they'd be forced to reboot again. Well, unless they, well, they let, unless their last X Men movie they plan on is the Old Man Logan, because that will be the end of Hugh Jackman's run, and then it's a good way to just reboot with now, all new characters. I don't think they need to reboot. No, they definitely don't. They just rebooted, and the cat and the elder, they all just got their costumes. Exactly. Everyone's used to the cast now. Everyone's fit in properly, and they'll really be terrible if they rebooted now. Yeah. yeah. I think what they could do is a pa- another passing of the torch. Basically, be- get like actors a little bit more older but younger than the others. So this way, they're just a little bit older than their current actors, and so you get more of like a transition because we really haven't had a transition, and it's been twenty years, and it's bugging me that they all still look the same. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because again, like I had said before, Havoc. I mean. Dude, age 20 years and still looks the same. So I don't know how old he was in first class. Maybe all the mutants just essentially have that uh, that gene where they just don't age fast. They could have just thrown that in there if Maybe. they really wanted to. That could but, be true, yeah. But if they do the Phoenix Saga, I can see that taking place maybe... Because I'm trying to think. When did X-Men... Uh, when did the first X-Men movie come out? Like 1999? Yeah, I think it was 1989. Was okay, the first this one. movie was in the 80s, so Star Wars was, that was like 87, right? Mm-hmm. So 87, if you do another 10 years, this is two years before the first X-Men movie comes out. So you kind of have to have a little bit of a transition actors or something to make they, them seem older. They could do... Uh, there was a storyline in uh, All New X-Men uh, that came out in the comic book series, 41 issues, uh, back in 2013, where they had the original young X-Men and the older X-Men. There was kind of like a time travel thing again. They could they could use that to revert to different actors if they really needed to. Yes, they could. Um, and I mean, you can still keep you know the actors for Jean Grey, Scott, Storm. Because they just got here. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, though, again, though, if they do 10 years from then, it's going to be 97. It's two years before the first X-Men movie comes out. It's like, oh, hey, wow, you turned into Halle Berry pretty quickly in two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this. Uh, what I would really like to see is if they, like, I don't want to say, like, reboot the first movie, but, like, redo it with the new actors of how Wolverine basically comes to the group right. with Rogue mm. in tow, and then Magneto's probably doing some scheme or whatever, but they it's a more updated version of it. Yeah. Are, now, do you think they're going to turn Magneto into a villain again? Because at, at this point, it feels like he's a good guy after everything that's happened. Yes. I feel like he's a good guy. I don't think he's going to be... Because essentially, that universe, if you want to look at it that way, that timeline, that universe, Magneto was the bad guy. But I'm yeah. guessing, I mean, if you think about it in terms of, because I was reading another article where Brian Singer was talking, he was referring to physics and all that, and how even if you throw a pebble into the water, it ripples, it causes change, but everything goes back to the way it was supposed to be. So maybe he's referring to they're going to turn um, Magneto into the villain again, and everything's kind of going to revert back to the way it was. Potentially. Um, I mean, we'll have to see what happens, but I mean, I'd like to say that maybe the reason why uh, Gene and Scott don't die in the future, along with Charles Xavier, is because Mystique is now with the X-Men right now. Right. And she's training them to be better and smarter. 
Mm. So maybe Mystique never goes evil? That could be it, too. Yeah, I don't know. They, I mean, they have a lot of possibilities what to do with this franchise right now just because of that one movie of basically kind of fixing the timeline and then actually rippling effect. Unless they do something where they're going to just do like a split timeline where then all of a sudden they'll meet up and like the older versions will have to fight their younger versions. And whoever wins can move on to the next movie. <laughs> that's, essentially what the, that's essentially what the all-new X-Men timeline was, was essentially was the older ones kind of went against the younger ones. And then at one point some of them teamed up, some of them were against each other. So that would I'd, that'd be really cool to see on screen. I just hope that they keep making the X-Men movies, because out of all these superhero movies, I feel like the X-Men movies have such a solid foundation that they could just kind of build off of that with all the, the hundreds and thousands of comic books that they have. They could just they have endless storylines that they could build off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I, and I agree with that, because, I mean, that was the only superhero movie that they were kind of like, we're going to do a reboot with First Class, and everyone's like, really? But then it was like, well, not really doing a reboot. We're just kind of doing a new this storyline yeah. just to get to this storyline to do, like, to kind of fix everything, which a lot of movies don't realize that comic books do that all the time. Yeah. If mm-hmm. something's not going right, where they can be like, this isn't working out. Well, let's do this. And then they can kind of just fix their, you know, their story arc with way within the middle of stuff. So um, mm-hmm. that's why I think it's funny that a lot of people are like, we got to stick to the set plan. But it's like, you don't really have to because yeah. comic books do this kind of stuff all the time and we're used to it. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Can I just say my favorite line throughout the entire movie was when Charles Xavier goes to Havoc and says, Unleash Havoc. (laughs) (laughs) And that was probably the greatest line in the entire movie. That was your favorite line? Yes. My favorite line line was just the uh, apocalypse shows up to where Magneto's at and he goes, Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. Yeah, I would have to say that's my favorite one too. Because with all the tension, he kind of breaks the tension himself. Yeah, and then I'm just curious. I'm like, so they're just trying to do that in every movie now? Because, like, in X-Men First Class, it was Wolverine with Go Fuck Yourself. The next one was McAvoy going, you know, like, hey, go, you, I'm telling you what you told me, like, tw- ten years ago, you know, go fuck yourself. And then this one, like, who the fuck are you? So I'm just wondering <laughs> if they're just going to have, like, somebody say the F-bomb just in every movie now. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you guys think of Wolverine's cameo costume? Um, First time we've ever got to see that on film. Yeah. Yeah. It was spot on from the comics. Yeah, which I I, th- I think uh, I think the only complaint I had when I was leaving the theater because I saw it with a female, she goes like, "Well, he was wearing shorts this time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't really shorts, no shorts. I mean, I saw his bare ass in the second one anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm just like, I'm just glad that they finally had like the helmet and mm-hmm. all the wires into him, and he just was yes. like batshit crazy. It was great. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I did enjoy that too, and it was cool because he made the connection with Gene right there. So they could, they have so much to build off of at that one point right there. Yeah, and I mean like like what she said. She's like, I just kind of found memories that I could give him to kind of you know give him like you know what he needs to do or whatnot. But I couldn't grab all of them, you know, kind of thing. I wonder what memories she gave him though. He probably gave him be like Deadpool did a lot better than your first movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes yeah. running off. That's going to be in, like, the deleted scenes when it comes out. He'll go running off. You just hear him go, like, wait. Now, here's what I want to know. Do you guys think Mr. Sinister will be a villain for the next Wolverine movie, the Gambit movie, or the next X-Men movie? See, that's what I was curious about. I'm wondering if they're building it up to the, yeah, the last Wolverine movie. I could I see that, cause, too. Because uh, considering the fact that, you know, he, they basically took Wolverine's blood for that, 
So it would only make sense for them to do Old Man Logan with that. So Mr. Sinister could take the place of Red Skull in Old Man Logan. Oh, that that would probably be a good pull considering how they can't use that, Red Skull. Well, they also can't use Hawkeye, the Hulk, or anyone else from the storyline. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, they're going to have to rewrite that whole like storyline anyways with stuff. So I think they should do a blind gambit instead Ooh. of a blind Hawkeye. I, I, that'd be kind of cool. Have Channing Tatum basically just put him in the prosthetics. This way he's older and he basically is blind now. So, you know, he has to be careful where he throws his exploding cards. But obviously, you know, I mean, Hawkeye really didn't give a crap. I mean, he was driving the spider buggy the entire time. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, there's uh, I mean, uh, again, we're probably gonna, we're not probably gonna see this movie until like what, 2018 at this point, maybe, because yeah. I know, I know they were shooting for 2017, but I have a feeling that's not gonna happen. Right. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see what happens, but very intrigued to see what they do. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This uh, franchise is not going away anytime soon. Let's just hope they keep giving us some pretty good content. And again, like we've been saying, you can just pull from the comic books. I mean, there's so many good storylines, especially with the X-Men alone, that you can yeah, just like boom, boom. Uh, um, did uh, I think Ryan uh, did he drop off? No, he did. I didn't even notice him. I mean, go to Twitter real quick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if he had to leave. But uh, yeah, no, X-Men... Um, Apocalypse, uh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was a good movie. A little bit of a slow start, but I kind of needed that, depending on if you don't know the background of Apocalypse, I would say. That wasn't even it. It was the more of the fact that just like the whole um, – him gathering the four horsemen seemed to be a little bit longer than it really needed to be. Oh, uh, yeah, but he was pretty – I would say this. He was really quick with the costumes, though. Um, yes, I did like how he made the comment of uh, the costumes for everyone. Um, Psylocke's was perfect. Yeah, I, I, I'm really hoping we get to see uh, more of her. Me too. Um, um, Magneto finally had more of a purple costume. Mm-hmm. Um, Apocalypse Archangel. looked a lot like uh, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, um, at least he didn't look like Ivan Ooze. It was a mix between Ivan Ooze and uh, Ronan the Accuser. But oh, he just said, uh, phone died, I'll be back in two seconds. Oh, okay. Um, and then we had the uh, Hawkeye, or not Hawkeye, Archangel, uh, Angel, Archangel yeah. uh, now, which felt kind of bad with uh, his character in that, where it was just kind of like, yeah, okay, you're gone. Now, I had said this earlier, you weren't here, but I was basically saying that since they never called him Warren Worthington, mm. and I even looked at the credits, they just call him Angel. Mm. My guess is this is a completely different character from uh, uh, The Last Stand. Oh, okay. It just happens to be a different. It just happens to be a different mutant with the same powers. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there were so many mutants with the same powers, obviously, which he collected. So exactly. Um, so my guess is, you know, Angel. This was just a different character that happened to go by Angel because we even had an Angel in first class. It was the pixie chick. Oh, that's right. So, I mean, it's a very common name to go for a mutant uh, alias. Mm. Uh, except for Jean Grey can never come up with a good alien. Um, I don't know if you guys touched upon this, but the fight sequence where they showed a the little bit of the blob. Oh, that was awesome. That was a great little cameo. That was a good cameo. Uh, Nightcrawler, I really enjoyed in this. Um, yeah, he was surprisingly really cool. I liked I his... Um, ruined the moment between Moira and Xavier. 
Oh yeah, I love that where he just get like starts screaming like ah, but I also love how he's wearing like the Michael Jackson outfit mm-hmm. uh, when they went to the uh, mall. I love how they're like, oh, you're not blue. Yeah, you're not either. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I thought the little joke uh, again, another another superhero movie that had a Star Wars reference in it. It wasn't even just that; it was the fact they also made fun of the their own movie. Yes, or the, With- the third one's never as. Uh, the third, third one's one. never as good. Yeah, the third one's never as good, um, which I thought was kind of clever. But then again, if you actually compare the actual X-Men 3 movie compared to this one, I would say I enjoyed this one more than X-Men 3. So, ah, Well, if you had thought X-Men 3 was better than any other movie, I mean... You, no, no, there's only one movie X-Men 3 is better than, and that's Wolverine Origins. Gonna... <laughs> yes, okay. I think that everyone could agree on that one. Yes. Um, yeah, because I can, I could actually probably watch X Men Three, and I go, you know what, I can enjoy it. But I'm not sitting there going like, you ruined that character, that character's ruined. What's going on here? This I can't watch sense. anymore because it's constantly on FX. Wolverine movie? No, no, no uh, or X Men Three? Actually, yes, both of them. Uh, FX only seems to be wanting to play those two movies, and I'm like, really? I don't think it, I don't think they want to. I think they have to because they're like, look, no one else is going to play these movies, and we got to get as much. It's like we bought these, we own these, we're Fox, you know? Yes, um, but their ratings are going down every time that they play the movies. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll catch somebody on a bad day or a good day or whatnot. Yeah. But I guess I guess for me, because I haven't seen, uh, actually, I don't think I've seen X Men Origins since I saw it in theaters. And then uh, same with uh, the third movie. I think I saw that maybe mm-hmm. once in the theater, and then I own it, but I, I actually haven't watched it since I've owned it. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know what I need to do? I need to go back. I still need to get the uh, Days of Future Past, but I need to go back and just rewatch the first three X-Men movies again. Hmm. See, I've seen every movie – I've seen every X-Men movie in theaters. No, I have two, yeah. Yeah, and I saw the first uh, three with my dad in theaters. We had, like, this thing, like – we didn't really bond over a lot of movies, but X-Men was the one that we could always bond over. Um, Wolverine Origins, I saw twice in theaters. I saw the midnight premiere, and then I saw it again when uh, the... Uh... Hey, guys, I'm back. Sorry about oh, that. Cool. Oh, no, you're good. No, you're good. <laughs> and I saw the again. phone just died, and kind of just went kablip, and I was trying to get back on it. It was going all over the place. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, you're, you're good. Yeah, all of a sudden, I just saw, like, you drop off, and I'm like, I, I, I think he left. I don't know if he told anybody. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good, man. But uh, I was saying, I've seen Wolverine Origins twice in theaters and once when it got leaked, but I only saw it again just this way I could try and see the alternate ending. Ah, what was the alternate ending? Well, they had two different endings. There was one where Wolverine was in Japan, and then the other one was when uh the... Deadpool hand grabs the head and he goes shh to the audience. Mm. So, yeah, that's money I'm never getting back. Which is actually kind of funny if you think about it. At least they at least had the, I mean, not the correct Deadpool character, but he did break the fourth wall at that point. Um, yeah. But we don't like to speak of that. Um, no, no, let's stop talking about that. Um, yeah, so I think so far this is probably my third favorite movie this year. Obviously, Deadpool's first. It's probably mm-hmm. going to stay first this entire year. Um, followed by Civil War, followed by X-Men, followed by Batman v Superman. But that's until the next superhero movie comes out, or the next comic book reincarnation, so you can just keep moving that movie down the list, right? Batman v Superman for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I highly doubt... Well, Doctor Strange is in the air for me right now, so we'll see. 
Well, I was just saying, because I know the next one that comes out that I'm going to see probably is the new Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That comes out. Does that come out, like, next week or something? Yeah, next week. Yeah. We're going to have to hold off a couple weeks for our review of that. No, and that's fine, because i got Comic-Con, Phoenix Comic-Con coming up this weekend, so. Yeah, so. We can hold off on seeing the movie and give us time to relax. I have recuperate. I heard the first uh, Ninja Turtles movie was pretty bad. So what do you guys think? Um, it wasn't that bad. It has its moments. I'll put it this way. Like, if you actually just go in and just go, the turtles kick ass, Splinter kicks some ass, there's, you know, some good fight scenes and some, you know, great banner with the turtles and stuff like that, but if you literally went in going like, this is going to be the greatest movie ever, don't do that, because then you'll be very disappointed. Go in (laughs) with low expectations, and you'll be pleasantly happy. Yes. That's the best way I could put it. Yeah. Actually, if you have a Hulu account, I know it's still on Hulu for free right now to watch, so. cool. Um, I'm probably might check that out. I don't think I'm going to go into the theaters and watch the second one, especially if I don't enjoy the first one. It's kind of not worth it. Thirteen bucks down the drain. Yeah, I don't blame you there. That's why I hit matinees. <laughs> <laughs> or I wait till someone gives me gift cards. Hmm. Yeah, that too. But um, I mean, now as for X, as for this year's X Men movies, or not this year's, but out of the three X Men movies that have come out. First Class is still my favorite, followed by Days of Future Past Rogue Cut, because that was a lot better than the original movie, followed by Apocalypse and then Days of Future Past for me. Okay. Um, I have not seen the Rogue Cut, but I would say... um, I know. Actually, that's the reason why I didn't pick up uh, Days of Future Past yet, because I was just going to buy the Rogue Cut. Um, Well... When you eventually come and visit, I will. We, we can watch it. Okay. Yes. Which yeah, I gotta set that up still, so I'll have to get information where you live and where I can stalk you um, yes, later. Yes. Um, uh, we can we can see turtles together. Oh yeah, we could do that, and then we could cry, and then we can cry when it's really bad or really good. <laughs> we could just have a recording of us watching the movie. <laughs> and just and just bawling, yeah. and everyone's like, it's like those are tears of joy or tears of sadness. You guys decide on the next episode of Longbox Cast. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I did enjoy First Class, um, Days of Future Past, but obviously uh, Apocalypse, I, I don't know, I just really, I guess, I don't know, because I just really just saw it, like, maybe an hour ago. I mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed it. So I guess, uh, I don't know, Days of Future Past probably number one for me because it fixed everything. They didn't have to do a reboot. Um, probably Apocalypse now, and now I think that, which is kind of funny because it used to be, like, First Class for me. So I think that's got down now to number three. Okay. I'd have to go with um, First Class Apocalypse and then uh, Days of Future Past. I actually saw a rope cut uh, like an hour before I saw uh, Apocalypse. Okay. What do you yeah, think? It's kind of as a refresher. I like the rope cut a lot more. It was kind of felt a lot more old compared mm-hmm. to the original one. It kind of made sense. A little bit better? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They actually added more scenes to it than just the rogue scenes, which was actually kind of nice. Right. So um, I really did enjoy that. And then... It also just kind of made more sense as to like what happened to Rogue and yeah, yeah it kind of I... gave a wholesome feeling to what was going on with the mutants aside from just the Sentinels. You can see that what happened to the whole mansion, how that went down, how they were all getting tested on. Yeah, yeah. So let me just say this: the Deadpool movie so totally predicted the fact that the X Mansion was going to blow up. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I. Because after it blew up, I'm like, wait a minute, didn't Deadpool predict this in his movie? 
See, he has a line about the X-Men, the X-Mansion being blown up like every week or so. Oh, was that him or was that uh, Megasonic? I, I think it was him talking to Megasonic. Because Megasonic, I remember the walkie's all like, he's all like, uh, he's talking with, she's talking with Colossus, she's like, oh, you mean the mansion that blows up? And he's like, mansion blowing up builds character. Yeah, yeah. Either way, the movie predicted it, so. <laughs> no, yeah, well, it's that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Deadpool should just be putting everything now with Fox, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. Even if, it's, even if it's another Fantastic Four movie, just throw Deadpool in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the thing that people have seen on other X stuff, and those movies are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the ending sequence where they're in the danger room. Yes. That, that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah that was. That was really awesome. Yes. Um. I loved Mystique's costume, and they don't really focus on it, but they do show she's got the little skull belt buckle. That she normally has, so um, I really wish I could have seen it better. But her costume was spot on from the comics and other shows. Um, Cyclops finally had a really good costume. Uh, they all had a really great costume that matched their uh, stuff from the comics yeah, and whatnot. Their comic book counterparts, I thought, was a really good take on that too. So it was like awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope we get to see those suits more and yeah. not just as like this one-time thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm really hoping that they don't just do a reboot and we don't see anything. We have to build up to everything again. That would kind of suck. Yeah, I'm really hoping we do eventually do get to see Wolverine's uh, yellow suit. I think nice. they teased that at the end of the first Wolverine. They kind of, I don't know why they never showed it. Was it the first Wolverine? Or the it was uh, the second one. Uh, they're getting on the plane, and uh, what's her name? Uh, his bodyguard basically gives uh, him a package, and it's the brown suit. Wow. You think they're going to bring that? I doubt they'll put that in the third movie. They're doing now the new one? I can see them doing it as, like, Old Man Logan. Basically, you know, he's older now, and they're le he's like, all right, time to get into some action. Uh, Miles will just do this old school and puts on the suit. Or, or if they do a flashback with him actually wearing the suit. I could see that, too, yeah. So this, what are, so the events of Days of Future Past, they affect the Wolverine movie, or are they kind of just going to ignore that movie? Ooh. Because the Wolverine, the ending sequence with Magneto and Charles Xavier takes place right before Days of Future Past. Yes. Right. So, I would see it would be part of the new retconned uh, future. Maybe we might even learn a little bit about how everyone else survived. Hmm. It could start off with right where Days of Future Past ended and him talking to Charles Xavier about how everything changed. Kind of yeah. the tail end of everything? What's that? Kind of at the tail end of everything, you mean? Like right after pretty much where Days of Future Past left off? Yeah, and then just start that with Old Man Logan. And it just like, you just start off right there and then you just kind of progress a little bit more and you see what he's been up to into the future and whatnot. And then you finally get to his current present. That would be interesting. Yeah, they, they could do that because uh, that ended pretty well. He's all like, you need to fill me in on history or whatnot, like the new history kind of thing, and then you can mm -hmm. kind of do like a recap of like everything that did change, everything that was, you know, fixed or not fixed or whatever not, and then jump into his actual Old Man Logan storyline, which would be kind of unique. We'll see what happens. I mean... Yeah, I have a feeling they're just going to do what they did with like Age of Ultron and Civil War. They're just going to take the title but change... The yeah. uh, storyline. 
might keep a few things here and there, but all, overall they're just going to change the entire story. Uh, yeah, I can see that, but uh, I'm pretty sure they'll probably take a little bit of stuff that they can and use yeah. it just so it's not like this whole, like, I understand if you can't use certain characters or there won't be things that you won't be able to actually do um, for I mean, whatever cost-affection. Yeah, I mean, they could create a mutant that uh, like that has the abilities of Mysterio mm. to trick Wolverine into killing the entire X-Men. That is true. Well, maybe what they're—I mean, who knows? With the whole thing with Mister Sinister, if he's uh, has all those different like vials of stuff, maybe he's going to create something to do that. True. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, maybe X twenty three is going to be that Wolverine. Yes. The female, the female Wolverine with the two claws. They he can he can use that DNA to essentially create her. Um, I think that's I think what they're talking about is introducing X twenty three into Old Man Logan. And if they do that, then I would actually like to see it if they just did, like, a uh, X-23 movie. Kind of have, like, the torch of Wolverine be passed to her. Hmm. That would actually be... That would be smart, actually. Because then you don't really have to recast, like, a new Wolverine and everyone get up in arms with, like, you know... Because, honestly, I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, I understand he's getting up there in age, but I don't know who else you could pick right now to play Wolverine after Hugh Jackman had this character, you know. could get his... They could always get his son... Dakin. Mm. That's one option that they could do. That's true. Um, but or again, they could just shut down the entire X Men franchise and just give it to uh, Disney. That'd be terrible. <laughs> give it to Disney. <laughs> or like, what is he gonna be? At? Like he'll be like his claws come out. He's like, but I don't kill anybody. <laughs> now they're plastic. Now they're back to. Yeah, my entire body has been made of plastic now. Like that, <laughs> what? He walks around he walks around doing jokes. Yeah. That's the one thing that kinda of irks me about most of these superhero movies, especially the Disney ones, all these uh one liner jokes to uh, relieve the tension. Mm-hmm. But I saw a little bit of that next in this movie though. Days of Future Past didn't have it too much, but this one kinda of had it. But they used it efficiently in this one, whereas Disney just throws it in there every five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about about this movie? Uh, uh no, I think that uh, that's all I know of. I mean, it was fun, enjoyable. If you're a fan of X Men, you'll probably enjoy the movie or whatnot. Um. Yeah, definitely. Um. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Quicksilver's amazing uh, scene. Oh, oh yes. That wow. apparently took 21 days to shoot. Did it? Really? Yeah, wow. it took an insanely long amount of time to shoot. 21 days. Oh, that's crazy. That's I mean, that's a lot of work, and it really showed. I mean, just just him zooming through all the kids, just not really caring how they're getting out of the X-Mansion <laughs> after a while, was pretty sweet. And... Although it does suck, they ended up killing off Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that was more... I think that kind of helped progress Cyclops into becoming who he is. Yeah. I just hope in the next future movies that they do, uh, there's been so much Mystique focus and so much Magneto and Xavier focus and we kind of get to see more of the other X-Men. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see a Quicksilver focus. 
Yeah. I would too, yeah. Especially with him still having to tell Magneto that he's his son. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering why they keep uh, pussyfooting around that right now. I don't know. But I could have sw- Like, the whole audience was like, as soon as Quicksilver says, I'm doing it for my family, my entire audience was like, aww. <laughs> like, all, they all just got, like, super disappointed about it. I was ready for you, like, everyone, like, like it was like a, like, aww, like, we see where he's coming from, and then you're just in there going, like, you're a second time! Where's the Scarlet Witch in all this? Because you kind of feel like the Marvel Universe has Scarlet Witch, whereas the X-Men Universe has Quicksilver, and Marvel just killed them all. I, I'm kind of wondering, where, where is she in this whole universe? Well, I, I know, yeah. Well, um, I know, I think Marvel killed off Quicksilver because they made a deal with Fox, saying, look, we want to use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and Fox was like, well, we want to use at least Quicksilver for our movie, so you can use Quicksilver, but you got to kill him off. And then Scarlet Witch can be your focus, and we won't use Scarlet Witch. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I don't know if that's the truth. It makes sense to me. But, I mean, Scarlet Witch was technically in the movie. If you watch the deleted scenes for Days of Future Past, there's a little girl. Oh, I didn't see those. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, if you watch the deleted scenes, and I don't know if it was part of the road cut or not, the little girl, as they enter the home, she goes, I'm a princess, who are you? And he says, I'm the Wolverine. Mm. And then later on, you find out they also have a baby sister, who, which basically means Polaris. Yes. Although I don't think they are the kids of Magneto since Magneto disappeared right after right before Pietro uh um was born. Yeah. Although I don't like how they keep calling him Peter. Yeah. But I mean overall, I mean Steve, what would you rate this movie as? Uh what are we giving it? Uh <clears throat> Uh, five. Five out of four horsemen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's rank it out of four. We'll go with four horsemen. Uh, I'd probably give it about like a three. All right. What about you? I'd have to agree with that too. I did enjoy it, and uh, I don't know if you guys touched on Psylocke. I think I enjoyed her character as well. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, she was pretty cool. I wish she had more lines in action and whatnot. Yeah, I noticed that too, but I hopefully uh, hopefully they do more with her or bring her into another franchise or something like that, so it would be kind of well, cool. Well, she survived, so she'll probably be back. They might throw her in the Gambit movie. I could see that. Well, what's going on with that movie? I know they canceled the release date on that, but it's still happening. Uh, you know what? I have Wikipedia open. Working um, as far as I'm concerned, I think they had the Gambit movie planned. They did not think Deadpool would do as well as it did, and then they decided to go, let's push Gambit back and go with a sequel to Deadpool along with our Wolverine movie that we want to make. Now, I could yeah, be wrong sense. about that, but it, it seemed to be like that's what happened because all of a sudden Gambit lost his release date, but then Deadpool 2 already was like, we're going to put this in production as quickly as possible. Right. Let's see here. Um... Do you think they're gonna throw more X-Men into Deadpool too, or is it just some person to do I I want them to. I know even though Hugh Jackman said he would love to do like even a cameo with Ryan Reynolds Deadpool or something like that. So that'd be cool. Or maybe they just throw Deadpool into the which one's coming out first? The sequel of the Wolverine? I'm thinking the third Wolverine. I um, think they're trying for the 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 
first the the Wolverine movie first, but I don't know. I mean, Deadpool. I mean, they already put they started putting stuff together for it already. All right, here. Um, it says here for a principal photography is scheduled to commence in late 2016 for Gambit. Um, like at least two years from now, a year and a half yeah. years. Um, looks like they're still working on. Uh, Uh, looks like they still want to do the New Mutants movie and the X-Force movie. Okay. And it does say here that uh, they said that the next X-Men film for just the whole group will be set in the 1990s. There's another 10-year lapse. Well, it could be five years. That's true. I'm hoping it's five years, but if it's ten years, then they completely screwed themselves. I mean, they've been handling it well so far. It's just the characters aren't aging, as you stated before, which is kind of Mm -hmm. a little bit weird, but I do understand why they don't do that because of all the work that it would take every single day to do uh, uh, makeup and all these effects on these characters just to show aging, whereas they can just turn their heads and be like, okay, you guys just imagine that they're older. Because to be honest with you, lay moviegoers don't really pay too much attention to the age of these actors and their these, these characters. They kind of just go there, they want to see a couple action scenes and walk out of there. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a big old mess. I don't even think Doctor Who could explain this mess, but um, I still enjoy it. It's a good challenge to figure everything out. Yeah, one day, one day, we'll, all, of our nerd, all, all the nerds of the world will combine, we'll finally figure out what the hell they try to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or so, what's going to happen is Brian Singer's just going to be all like, oh, I'm, you guys wasted 20 years of putting this stuff together and things like that. He's like, I'm going to just lay it all out for you guys. It's a fucking movie. <laughs> and just like watch away. If he wants to release a, time for it, a timeline for it, I'll be quite happy. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I think that's about it. That wraps everything up. Um, overall, pretty good movie. I say go see it in theaters if you can. Uh, yeah, did you guys see it in standard or 3D? I saw it in standard, not a fan of 3D, to be honest Yeah, I've only seen one 3D movie, and lucky for me, I saw the movie prior to seeing it in 3D, and I was like, it was cool, but it, I was like, not for me. Hmm. So, um, uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Ryan, where can they find you? All right, guys, uh, thanks for having me. You can find me on Twitter at the Ranger Talk, also on Instagram at the Ranger Talk. Well, yeah, and you do a lot of, like, toy reviews and whatnot for Power Ranger stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do a lot of YouTube uh, toy reviews. Uh, channels the Ranger Talk, a lot of Power Ranger stuff, a lot of uh, Sentai, Toku, Satsu, essentially. Yeah, I've tried to focus, bring people news as soon as possible, whatever hits me, just kind of get the, get the word out there to as many people as possible. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah. Uh, Steve, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Instagrams at S. Mooney Jr., or you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Mooney Jr. Um, of course, there's all the other shows I'm on on the network. We're not going to name them all, but, you know, if, if, you've, if you listen to a podcast, you're like, I recognize that voice, then you know. <laughs> it's, it's true. If you listen to Range Command Power Hour half the time, he does a lot of the uh, voices in the beginning or at the end. Do I? I think you do a... Uh, Oh, uh, Sean Connery impersonation in one of the uh, uh, bumpers. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, look at Steve. 
Oh, okay. I was like, wasn't sure if they were even still using the bumpers. I got to make more of those. <clears throat> um, you guys can always find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger, or you can just find me on our Twitter account for Longboxcast. I'm pretty much running that as best as I can. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm still working on that website. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That website's not getting done, folks. <laughs> Unless I have time to do it and help to do it, so I'll have to track stuff down. Um, sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and that's why I, I got to do it. But I have a lot of other stuff on my plate. No, that's, that's fine. I mean, I still got to redesign some logos for other shows that I do and things like that. But uh, you know what? I'm just going to do movie release dates. I'll just say this. You know what? The website will be up and running in 2017. And then when I finally get to almost 2017, I'll be all like, there was a product delay or a rewrite of a script or uh, we decided to go forward with the different Deadpool movies. So it's going to be a delay again. Yeah. Or Kyle got replaced. Well, technically, I can only replace you with another person named Kyle. So This is true. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. I can never replace you. <laughs> Aw. He cares. I try to. Um, yeah. And that's all I got. Yeah, same here. Um, so I guess without further ado, I'll do my uh, magical words. Mm-hmm. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. Steve. Yeah. Unleash Havoc. Oh, yeah. Actually, I was just going to say Flash was a really good season finale. <laughs> so good. Stay tuned for the next episode in two weeks when we have special guests for that, and we will be discussing all of the season finales. Yes. Cannot wait for that. Spoilers. Yes, spoilers galore, so you guys have two weeks to catch up on Yeah, two weeks to catch up. And I was able to do it in a day, so... Did, are you caught up on Legends of Tomorrow? Yes. Are you caught up on Gotham? No, I, I, I gave up on Gotham. We talked about this. Yeah, it's true. Um, caught up on Arrow. No, I gave up on that when everyone tr keeps trying to get me to watch it. Though, again, I, I, I was right, though. The, the, the Apparently, the season four finale was horrible. It was trash. So. It was. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, didn't you hear they, they're rebooting the entire uh, Arrow franchise to be the Felicity show? Oh, are they? Yes. Yes. So I might watch that see? then. <laughs> you would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, catch up on Supergirl. Yeah, I need to... Yeah, I have to wait for it to finally come to Netflix because no one wants to... Just 
Google search watch Supergirl online. I'm sure you'll find episodes. Hopefully. We'll see. They're not going to be high-quality videos, but you'll still be able to watch them. Ah, uh, but I'm a picky, picky watcher. Uh, just... <laughs> All right. Goodbye, All right. folks. Bye!